You're listening to Capsule 98, the podcast where I interview a slew of iconic guests and we obsess way too much about life in the 90s. Welcome back to season two of the Capsule 98 podcast, the podcast that goes inside my brain when I was 13. (laughs) It is a 90s themed nostalgia podcast and it's based off of a time capsule that I made in 1998 when I was 13. So I have two amazing guests today. We have Sophia Maruso, who is the OG girl boss, the inventor of the phrase girl boss. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. The inventor of the phrase girl box, boss, girl box. Is that like your new venture? (laughs) I did trademark it, but I'm not going to use it. Amazing. Uh, So yeah, you're the founder of girl boss, the company found girl, fan founder. Why can I not speak? (laughs) Founder of nasty gal. New York Times bestselling author. Read it. Just too many things. Cool. It sounds good. It does, does that sound like you? Yeah. Yeah. I did that. <laughs> it's weird. Welcome. Thank you. And today. I'm, I'm proud to be in your time capsule. Oh my God. I mean, you're, you're going to be you. in the 2018 time capsule. Okay. Um, and today we're co-hosted by Ralph, AKA Rafa Wayman, who is one of my favorite Toronto singers, pop stars, also like a multi-hyphenate talent. She used to be an actress. She was in a play. Wow. Many things. Many things. I Welcome. I your makeup look. Nobody can see you right now. I, know. But I don't know what it looks like. I just got my lips again and I didn't see it in the mirror. <laughs> it's a bold lip. It looks Thank really you. good. Thanks. So, Sophia, what brings you to Toronto? I'm working with Shoppers Drug Mart to celebrate their Be Bold campaign, which is everything I've really ever done in my career. So it's a blast. And I love beauty products. I'm such a hoe for beauty. <laughs> so it's a really natural fit. And you know, everything I've done, whether it's, you know, the style at Nasty Gal or what we encourage women to do at Girl Boss is really about being bold. So um, this has been a great first trip to Toronto. Oh, you've never been here before. Mm. No, weird, right? You came at a really good time. We we have really ugly times of year and this yeah. is not one of them. The weather's good. This is when people look, I think they're sexiest in Toronto. Oh, you know? cool. Yes. Like a little shiny and there's a lot of there's a lot of topless guys. On my way down here, I was like, every guy is topless. That's unprofessional. <laughs> it's a little much. I know. I'm insulted. <laughs> but I feel like in LA, you probably get that all the time. Whereas we're like, oh, that's a look. On hikes. But mm. no, walking down the street. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, that's fair. It's an aggressive look. Sense of decorum. Mm. So as I as I said, uh, this this podcast is based off of a time capsule that I made when I was 13. And I'm sort of thinking this is our first episode back from season one. And I'm sort of thinking that this has like a back to school vibe to it. So I'd like to read um, a letter that I wrote to myself. Um, I'm just going to pull this up on my phone. What an amazing concept. <laughs> I, I actually, yeah. So this is, this is a letter that I wrote to myself in July as like an update. This was the most important things in my life at the time. So Saturday, July 11th, 1998. Dear Randy, question mark, question mark to myself. <laughs> I'm doing an update on myself because a lot has changed since January. I'm now 13. I finished grade seven. I still love the Backstreet Boys, but lately I've been obsessed with Hanson. I love them. I love the Spice Girls, even though one of their members left. Jerry, in brackets, Ginger Spice, left on May 31st. I was so sad, but I got over it. I don't like Noah Kaufman anymore. I like this guy in my class named Daniel Klasner. I love him. He's so hot, sexy, and gorgeous. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, made, I made so many new friends, and I don't really like my old friends anymore. In brackets, Tova, Tamar, and Maytel. By the way, they're aware of this letter now. I, <laughs> I am really close friends with Lori... 
Lori, Rachel, Anna, Cindy, mm. and Marla. I'm in a sing. I'm sort of in a singing group with Lori, Rachel, Anna, and Cindy. We're called Venus Five. Gotta go. I love you. Myself. Always remember, girl power. Who is she? I am me. The future is pe- female. Peace. Wow. That's really yeah. good. Venus Five is actually a really good <laughs> band name, by the way. <laughs> Can I, like, trademark that now? I think yeah. my journal said something like, my mom and dad are arguing. I hate my life. Or something like <laughs> or, like, that. someone rescue me. Yeah. Or, like, draw a picture of myself and just, like, scratch it mm-hmm. out. I know. I'm I- tortured. <laughs> I remember writing in my diary, um, I got in a fight with my older brother, and then I wrote, Can I swear, Randy? Of course. Okay, I wrote Please. "fuck kid," and then I think I went back the next day and I felt so bad that I crossed it out, and I was like, "No, no, 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 I know, no, no." Crossing no. things yeah. out felt like a very kind of spiritual thing, or yeah. like something that would actually like manifest something mm-hmm. when you're a kid. No, like crossing. Like I mean, also there was no like edit button, so you had to just cross it out manually and rewrite it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also I did a lot of. I mean, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I did a lot of self editing. Rather than like saying fuck kid, I'd be like, I really love Zev, but he was really mean today. But like tomorrow, I guess I'll like him again. Mm. A lot of that like post like post sort of editing. Yeah, I don't think I used the F word a lot when I was like 13. I don't think it would have sounded cool. Um, so since this sort of has a back to school vibe, I mean, actually, first of all, let's talk about summer. What would your summer have looked like in 1998? We're all roughly the same age. I was born in 84. So I was 14? Yeah. Woof. I mean, I was probably... Ugh. Oh, God. I don't know. I was probably wearing Abercrombie. There's like one year that I wore Abercrombie because I really wanted to fit in and be normal. Still didn't work. Um, I was still weird. But, yeah, it was probably <laughs> not a great not a great time style-wise for mm. me. When, when you say weird, what does that mean? Like... I thought poop was still funny. I wasn't girly. I, um, I was quote unquote annoying. I don't think I had like any chill, like zero chill. And I kind of still don't. And I guess that's why I'm here today. Bold. (laughs) Yeah. You're bold. No chill. Poop is cool. A trendsetter. I I don't know. Bold. I don't know if, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm, I don't know if poop's a trend, but I thought it was pretty funny when I was at the time. I, I don't know. I think sometimes I still do very youthful (laughs) (laughs) what what was your summer like in 98 um i was a bit younger i was definitely um awkward for sure um it's funny i think that i was awkward but i still had like i was i was a chubby kid we've talked about this and like but i still had confidence and was wearing like a lot of platforms like i remember my mom getting me these platforms from payless that were really high and i sprained my ankle like five times were they those black flip-flops? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mine had, there was like one that had rattan um, on the top and then they were like a black suede flip-flop and I lost one at my cottage on a no. boat trip and I made my, my parents turn around and go back to the island we'd been at to look for it for like a day because I was like, can't lose those rattan flip-flops. I did though. I didn't find it ever. It was a good, it was a good look. I mean, yeah, at the time you had like, you, you did sort of have this confidence that, 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 like that whatever the look it, that you were doing was the best. I mean, maybe if you were, even if you were awkward, I feel like you still thought that you were doing it right. Absolutely. I yeah. cared a lot about fitting in, which mm. I care a lot less about now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That doesn't seem like you it's from what weird. the little that I know about you. Yeah, it didn't, didn't work on me. Hmm. I am fascinated with this idea of 
you know, tracing this time period in people's lives as a reason or an origin for w- how they came to be who they are. Yeah. And where did that come from with you? You know, you're synonymous with girl boss. Where did that come from yeah. in your past? I mean, I've always been a misfit. And in a lot of ways in business, I still am because I didn't graduate from college. I don't have the pedigree that mm-hmm. a lot of entrepreneurs do. I didn't even, I never worked in an office when I started Nasty Gal, but I pulled myself up from my bootstraps and I named the business a technically kind of repellent name and it somehow worked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think being somewhat of an outsider allows you to see the world in a way that maybe other people wouldn't. If you figure out how to apply it and don't let it just, you know, hurt your feelings mm-hmm. or, you know, make you feel alone. It mm-hmm. feels um, when other people respond to what you're doing, um, it's a really exciting mm-hmm. thing and it makes you want to do it more. So when did that switch happen from the time that you really were obsessed with fitting in until to not fitting in? Like where, when was that moment? I mean, I think I started not fitting in probably later in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like, let it, let it like fly. You freak um, frag. Yeah, totally. It flew high. <laughs> and then, you know, I realized I didn't really need to, like I could be myself and be bold without having to have like the craziest outfit or look super edgy or have like crazy hair or whatever those things were that I thought differentiated me, you know, Mm -hmm. over time I've learned that like I can differentiate me and I don't need to wear a costume Mm -hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's uh, like a really empowering thing Mm -hmm. to accept who we are and still be that person without um, having to kind of drown ourselves in subculture or other things that, um, make us feel like we have an identity, but it's mm-hmm. still not our own, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. when we, when we join the group. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like nowadays it seems that, you know, looking at younger generations, that is more and more apparent that, that there's this encouragement of, um, of kind of not following the norm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I think in more like even ad campaigns and music videos, they're really focusing on, um, selecting people to be kind of voices that, are people who are, yeah, maybe the misfit or are, you know, more unique and, and, and don't sort of fit into the, the boxes that I think maybe when we were younger were what we were looking up to. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember looking up to a lot of the same looking girls, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. beauty's really changed. Mm-hmm. Like the concept of it's so much more inclusive. Mm-hmm. There's still work to do, but there's so much more room to discover and explore in ways that we didn't have, yeah. you know, we weren't connected. We just hung out with the kids at our schools. Yeah. There was no larger world to discover on YouTube. I mean, the larger life, the, the larger world was all just pop culture. Like even you, even me reading that letter, like the biggest moments of my life were all pop culture milestones. Yeah. Like that's, those were sort of, I mean, maybe, maybe I was more pop culture obsessed than other kids, but I don't think so. I think everybody sort of has that marker of like yeah the Spice Girls broke up that was how my summer was and like did you did you guys subscribe to pop culture in that way when you were younger I think I did I don't know if I don't know if I I mean I never like loved Britney Spears Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think you know I had like a Ren and Stimpy tape (laughs) and then like a No Doubt tape okay I'm getting like a and like a Weird Al tape and I think I subscribed (laughs) to like Nickelodeon magazine and had GAC Nice. You know what that is? Or what's flown. gag? It was like slime that you squeezed yes. into like mm-hmm. a yes, thing yes, yes, and yes. it made fart sounds. Yeah. Again. Poo yeah. trending. Yeah. yeah, trending. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I, <laughs> that's who I was. Got it. I, I was very into Hanson. I remember really liking Hanson so much that I have a very strong memory of listening to this Hanson song called I Will Come to You with my cousin Chloe. Of course, the sec- most sexual song. It was, but, but like also just moving. And yeah. I remember crying, <laughs> being moved to tears by that song because I knew that there was no chance that I would ever meet them. And yeah. I was like, this is such a lie, you know? You kind of look like a Hanson. Thank you Now that so I'm looking at much. you. Me and Zach have very similar birthdays. Mm, wow. Oh. Mm-hmm. Very, <laughs> very similar birthdays, meaning like you could be twins? No, like we were born in, I think he was like October something else i'm october 20th the older one the youngest one the the drummer was that the cute one the middle one was the cute one yeah the older one was not the cute one Mm -hmm. although they're all quite hot now and very like have many babies i think they're all like mormon or something yeah definitely i mean bop yeah bop like that was the shit but i do remember i will come to you because i remember there was like a really like soulful moment in that in that song where he just like like, when the night yeah. is dark and stormy, <laughs> won't have to reach yeah, out yeah, for me. Exactly. Thank yeah. you. Yes, yeah. exactly. So back to school. So given that, again, not that this is necessarily back to school, but back to school as far as adults are concerned, what was your back to school situation? Like, did you guys plan everything down to a T? Did you plan your outfits? Did you plan your, like, binder situation? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. The back to school look, the binder, <laughs> the folders, organizing, having the Pencil right place. Like, files having like a sanrio situation and some shit hanging off my backpack yes (laughs) i mean it was like i wanted to make okay summer's over this is who i am now yes Mm. i'm grown up reinvention every year (laughs) i like my backpack (laughs) so 98 you would have been starting high school i guess so yeah and was there any like transformation that happened between junior high and high school i think so i don't know probably maybe like that feels like a big summer. Like grade eight is that summer where you, I don't know. If, I think most, a lot of kids like start being like, I've blocked a out team. a lot of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the summer between grade eight and grade nine. Yeah. I mean, it's different, different kids, different situation. Yeah. yeah that was the year. I mean, even more kids dump into that high school. You yes. know, mm. It's like all these kids from other schools you've never met before. So it's like. True. New pool. Ooh, who's cute. Yes. Or like, do my friends still like me? Mm-hmm. Do they know these other kids from mm-hmm. these other schools? Because I don't. Yeah. And what's the social like structure now? Like, totally. Where yeah. do you fit your bottom. In? You're bottom. You're back to the bottom too. Yeah. So yeah. you were grade eight and you were on top. Now you're back to the bottom. Grade eight was like a horrible year for me. So I was, I think I was like looking forward to starting grade nine mm-hmm. and like having a fresh start with new people. Mm-hmm. It was brutal. But I remember I, I went to uh like a private jewish school then there were all these different jewish day schools and all of them fed into this one school so you kind of like new ish people Mm -hmm. like a little bit of reputations but but not enough to know who they were and then it became quite clear when we started high school Mm. who were like the alphas and who were not i went to an arts high school um and there were so many beautiful women and few it was like seven women to one guy so you get wow. there and you're like, who's hot? <laughs> who can I? <laughs> but it was always the older guys, you know? It was like the guys in grade 12 who were my brother's age. I was lucky. My older brother was uh, at school when I got there. So he kind of like took me under his wing. But then his friends all thought it would be funny if they just all like abused the joke. Like, your sister's hot, you know, all the time. And I was like, it's not that flattering when it's like the butt of the joke. Because I don't know if you're serious or not, you know? <laughs> but it, it definitely padded the situation a bit, I think. It was like your mom. Yeah, exactly. Your, your sister. Yeah. I was like, yep, <laughs> I have a name. <laughs> and so, okay, so what would have, like, walk, walking into grade nine, what would your have, Luke have been? Hmm. Ooh, Luke. My Luke. Your Luke. 
There's a guy named Mitch. <laughs> He's a skater. Wait, we're talking Luke as in like L-E-W-K. Yeah. Like, uh, like a fashion Luke. Oh, I thought Luke. you were talking about like Luke. But also Harry. From 90210. <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, that too. Luke? That Ooh. too. Those are all questions. Okay. okay. Bo- t- twofold. Who is your L-U-K-E? Uh, Mitch Baker. Mm. Okay. Wow. Shout outs to Mitch Baker, wherever you are. What's up, Mitch Baker? <laughs> where, where he at? I don't know. Probably Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? For sure. Don't want to know. Who's your L-U-K-E? Um, I had a huge crush on this guy, Tim Moxham, who it's he's a friend of mine now. I used to sing with him. But uh, in grade nine, we would do this thing where we would like meet up in the hallway in classes and just like walk together. And he was in grade 12 and I was in grade nine. Ooh. Yeah, it was spicy. Nice on you. And then he asked my brother if he could ask me out. And my brother told me about it. And I was like, holy shit, this is going to happen. And then he never did. Wow. Yeah. A loser. Yeah. Dark. I had like multiple Lukes. Like I would just go through them like real quick. Nice. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, it was always just like, oh, I really like this guy and he doesn't like me. I have to like move on to somebody else. <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> so getting back to the earlier question about like how early there are early things that happen to you that sort of become apparent to who you are as a as an adult. Um I know you guys are both fashion gals, as as am I, I like to think. Um, I brought my trend report that mm. I made in 1998, which is really interesting because I uh, work as a like fashion editor and writer now. Um, so obviously I was really involved in this stuff even at the time. I didn't even, – even though at the time I wasn't so obsessed with fashion uh, in the way that I am now, but clearly there were shades of me becoming an editor. So trend, I don't know the numbers here, but I've got hair mascara, which is uh, – oh, for cool. those of you who can't see this, it's an image of Alexis Bledel when she was a model. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> with hair mascara. We have Tamagotchis, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big one. Yeah. Bindi's – Wow. Not ones that would still be relevant in 2018. Cultural appropriation. Yeah. Not okay. Yeah. But certainly okay in 98. Maybe. Accepted. Yeah. Accepted. When Stefani did okay. it and no one Okay and accepted are yeah. different things. I made that yeah. mistake at Nasty Gal selling mm. that shit. Mm. And uh, inflatable chairs. Yeah. And uh, bottled emotions, which were basically huh. just fragrances that smelt like things. I think. Flirty. Yeah. Hyper. Hyper? Hyper. Oh my and god. And it has a coffee cup? <gasps> oh man, why don't people use that word anymore? They, you know what? Hyper? It's in, in Hyper. The, it has, it's come back. Now people have been using it as a trendy, it's a, it's a, it's a word. My, this is impressive. Did you, you like, you like laminated them with tape? Yeah. I did a lot of that because I did a lot of collaging, so it's mm. frequently like. Are you an only yeah. child? No, I'm a youngest child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but so a lot of time on your hands. Same. <laughs> same. Yeah, no, I was obsessed with collaging. My entire like bedroom was totally collaged. And, um, yeah, I mean, I was just, like, obsessed with cut. I think my sister did it first. My sister was, like, 10 years older than me and very into grunge. Uh, and her walls were quite covered. So I just wanted to do anything that she did, except my taste was obviously, like, completely different. Because it was not, like, Chris Cornell. It was Taylor Hansen mm. and James Vanderbeek. She was probably and- like, ew, yeah. Oh, James Vanderbeek. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny that... Like, <laughs> I don't think I was lusting after him, per, per se. I think I was just like, this is a representation of my favorite show. And that Joshua guy. Yeah, and Joshua Jackson what? was hot. Oh, my God. He's... He reminded me of like the guy down the street who was like the nice guy who never got to be the hot guy, and then all of a sudden he yes. was the hot guy because he was next to James Vanderbeek. And then, and then, of course, if you ever were to see any of those people in real life, you're like, actually, you're like an eleven out of ten. You're just like on TV, so you're not an eleven out of ten anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like a five because you're at the dry cleaner next to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you see someone that's on TV and you see them in real life, and you're like, oh, oh, 
well, you're normal. They read so human. much differently on camera. It's crazy. Like really average looking people just look so different. Like, yeah. I mean, also, but also the converse is like correct as well. Like where like people who are made to be the nerd or whatever, and then you see them in your real life, you're, you're like, oh, you're just gorgeous, yeah. but you're an, in Hollywood. So you're not gorgeous. You know what I mean? Yeah. In comparison to like a Jennifer Lawrence type. True. Yeah. You never really know. She just does not seem like a nerd. She seems, she seems funny. As she fuck. does seem funny. When she I'm in a bad mood, cool. I just watch videos of her interviews. Cause I'm like, you seem hilarious. I want to just get drunk with you and just talk shit. She's really obsessed with the housewives. That's, that's mm. one of the things I know oh, about her. Yeah, I'm having one of them on my podcast in like two weeks. Which one? I can't remember her name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sam, what housewife's coming on girl boss radio? Kyle Richard. Kyle, that's a major one. Kyle's bringing her crew to Ooh. the podcast studio. That's oh gonna my be God. like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be unless they cut me out. I guess I'm gonna be on that show. You better. I hope. I like it. I've been. I like the Laguna Beach ladies. Is that one? I think it's OC. OC. Whatever. She's Beverly Hills. I only know this because I recently got into and it. New York is gnarly. Yeah, I've seen a couple of the New York ones. That's it. But that. It's so entertaining to watch. Whoa. Wow. I mean, yeah, I, did, I became like super involved. I think they did one year. in Canada. Canada always tries to like take American reality television. <laughs> it's just never as good. And they tried to do no one in, in BC. And they were like the real housewives of like Vancouver. And it was so boring. Yeah, they, they, did, they did one in Toronto too. It was pretty, <laughs> it was pretty bad. The big like drama was somebody pushing somebody off of like a, like a tube, like a water tube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the like Lake Muskoka. Oh, no. <laughs> So what would your what would have been in your time capsule, Sophia, if you had like five things? Ninety-eight. I don't know. I think it was probably over rollerblades. Probably some like bubble mm. yum. Oh, that's so good. I love bubble yum. And maybe like a puka shell necklace or mm. some kind of <laughs> bullshit hemp necklace. Mm, hemp was so hot. Um probably a ton of mascara. And let's see, some cool corduroy pants or something oh i speaking of i had a full pant leg in my in my time capsule <laughs> why that would have been there i have no Jean? idea wow and rafa what about you uh spice girls the spice girls gum with the stickers i had that in I, my time capsule as I well put them all over my bunk bed i loved them um like really shiny sticky lip gloss i remember having like Ooh. tons of lip oh. gloss and it, my hair would like always get stuck in it but yeah. it was like really shiny and always smelled like like very intense um yeah the smelling this the smell as well it, remember you'd always just take it out and ugh, smell it and you'd ha yeah. hang them from your knapsack but then they'd always fall because yeah, the, the top the is where snackers. the keychain yeah Absolutely. and then they, the top of lips are really covered in like fuzz from your like backpack fruity body spray oh yeah calgon i yeah. got i got um suspended from orchestra because my orchestra teacher was like allergic to scents and you kept wearing and it. and i knew that and I sprayed it in class, and she was like, you could kill me. <laughs> you were like, come on. Imagine <laughs> dying from, like, a Calgon spray. <laughs> Whatever. I hate the violin. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. But imagine. Mrs. Like, Moon. Mrs. Moon. <laughs> Mrs. Moon. She sounds she that cool, not too. Like me. That sounds like a, like a clueless character. <laughs> yeah. She was real. Or like Sailor Moon. Amazing. Um, and, and, Rafa, what would have been in your time capsule? Yeah, so the, the Lip Smackers and... Um, Spice Girls gum and I'm trying to think of like what was a hot piece of clothes. I think like, oh, I was obsessed with um, with like drawing young teen girls in this very specific way. I think my friend had taught me how to like draw these like eyes that were almost kind of like 
anime, like Sailor Moon style. Mm-hmm. And I, I love drawing the girls with two buns with the chopsticks through the hair. That was a really hot look. Mm-hmm. And they always wore like mini skirts with cargo pockets, tank tops with a dragon on the front and then like platform shoes. Like I loved drawing outfits. Like whenever I wrote creative stories, I would always describe what my character was wearing. Uh, yeah. I was always really interested in like giving everyone, here's the character, here's what she's wearing. <laughs> Just goes to show how much I always liked Outfit fashion. fashion. Didn't you tell me that you also used to wear angel wings to school? I did, yeah. So alternatively, I found my freak in grade seven and eight. I went to an alternative school with 60 students. And like the weirder you dressed, the cooler you were. So I was wearing Vans and then these fairy wings. It was really fun. Why wasn't I there? (laughs) My parents were like, let's send you to all the weird schools. Um, Yeah. So, But I do remember grade seven going to school before I got really weird in, in a pink gap turtleneck with overalls that had fuzzy gap pink fleece on the inside. That was my look for grade seven. Oh, that's it, such a good one. Was it one. prim and proper? curl up in bed in that right I now. know. I know. Overalls with fleece on the inside. You got a pink turtleneck? <laughs> that's all I need. Oh, man. <laughs> Guys, fall is around the corner. I mean, you're from LA. Sort I actually of. just saw a pink turtleneck on Zara. Yeah. I almost bought it. And then I was like, I want to wear a pink turtleneck once. Yeah. Nope. Amazing. Yeah. That's how Zara clothing usually goes, too. Yeah. Once. That's I a one-time mean, wear. A pink turtleneck actually sounds incredible. Pink sweaters. Trend pink forecasting everything. for the fall. There you go, Randy. Millennial pink is mm-hmm. still a thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, thank you guys so much for joining me today. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you. Thank you. Where can everybody find you, Sophia, online? At Sophia Amoruso with a PH and my last name's Phonetic or at Girlboss. Okay, amazing. On and Instagram. Um, on Instagram songs by Ralph and um, you can keep up to date with my music stuff on Spotify and Apple Ralph and then my website songsbyralph.com you just came out with a new song I did I should have asked you that in the beginning but tell us about (laughs) it now Um, I wrote a song about it's called Tables Have Turned and it's about that feeling when you're like dating someone and you like them but you're not obsessed yet and then all of a sudden you're just looking at them and then it's just this like this like curtain goes up and all and you just like you're like I'm obsessed with you now um I find that that happens with me either I either become really obsessed or the curtain comes down and I'm like oh I don't Ew. like you anymore yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's it's about the, the curtain up moment um yeah and then my album comes on September cool yeah. amazing well thank you guys oh and one last thing I always make my guests um I made up a I made up a saying when I was uh 11 that I have been trying to make happen ever since <laughs> um and it's my mission on this podcast to make it happen and it it goes uh it says get out of my facial act huh. so I need you guys to like help me say it because okay. I want it to be a thing it's like fetch you know mm. okay it's a long so one just give me like a get out of my facial act get out of my facial act? Yeah. Mm. Get out of my facial act. <laughs> Get out of my facial act. I was expecting you to sing it. Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> unfair. <laughs> okay, thanks guys. Get out of my facial you. act also. Bye. <laughs>